0: Good evening, all. Happy Friday! Welcome to the latest edition of Endless Celts podcast. The weekend is here, and you're about to start it right. we all Celtic chat with us here at Endless Celts. Uh, I've just about recovered to last week, so uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> glad to be joined by Ross. How are you doing, mate? How's your week been?
1: Aye, all right. Uh, slow start, obviously recovering for Saturday's escapades, but uh, been out a couple of runs and back to normal. Uh, and I, I was going to say raring to go, but I'm having one glass of wine. I'm working tomorrow, so. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> do, Stephen. How are you, mate? How's your week been?
2: Uh, a bit like yourself, really. I think I woke up on on the was it the Sunday with the fair as you call it, and like I was on the boat home, and I was rinsed. Like I was <laughs> absolutely rinsed. There was kids round about making noise, and I'm sitting there just with my head in my hands, just like this. <laughs> and then I've been recovering all week, but again. Like Ross said to me when we were off further in the studio, bit that I've been buzzing, looking forward to the Sunday again just to see the Celtic play. And I had a great time with you lads, and it was just absolutely fantastic. And we've done our first ever two podcasts together, like in the same room and in the same facility as each other. And I just thought it worked really, really well. I won't go into the details of why I'm laughing, but I'm pretty sure people know why I'm laughing. I loved it every minute of it. And I have to say to you, Willie and Grace's pub, best landlord, best host. Unbelievable.
0: I know. I think, I think we should probably actually before we move on, we touch on Saturday because I did, and I think we've had loads of positive feedback. And Ross, like we've all watched it back, and I thought it worked really well. So hopefully we get that a bit more of that done in the future because I, I thought it worked brilliantly. I saw together.
1: Aye, I, I really enjoyed it. I have to I have to say before well you saw seen it. I was very nervous before we went on because <laughs> I was that way. When one of are making a point and stuff like that, I'm just going to want laugh. But <laughs> yeah, it was all right. It, it worked quite well. And I've watched it back and it seemed to come across quite well. And most of the people who were in live seem to enjoy it. As far as uh sort of read into the comments, I don't know if there's been anything in the comments said, obviously, with people watching it after that has been live, if you like. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it, and uh, listen, it was a day out with the boys, and we got to do one of the things we love the most, talk about celtic and we got to do it in the same room and share it with other like-minded people.
0: Absolutely, it was brilliant to have us, Sorry, we don't get together enough actually, all of us together, and uh, appreciate you, Stephen, coming over, obviously it's a bit more of a trick for you, but I'm uh, glad you got over, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, thoroughly enjoyed it myself, so hopefully there's more of that to come. Um <clears throat> Lots in the pipeline for this coming season, um, and like Stephen said, can't wait. Already can't wait for Sunday. So glad that Celtic are back, uh, and we got a good performance to boot, and an even better result in the afternoon kickoff. So uh, all in all, really see if you
2: play. think. See, see if you think about it, Willie. Really, it was like a travel of a good day. Like Celtic won we done a podcast together and Rangers can't beat. No.
1: <laughs> good things coming for you, isn't it? If you'd seen the scenes in Gracie's bar when the final whistle went then, that was, <laughs> so was that was every bit as good as Celtic winning. <laughs> cheers
0: there, and there was for that. <laughs> uh, I know you brought some of the comments up, Stephen, but Alistair says that uh, centre-half deal's done, apparently. Lager in the back of the tops. I had plenty of that doing my gullet. I think the missed i taking a piss if I got that in the back of my top as well. <laughs> uh, but we'll go on to signings and stuff like that later on. Uh, before Safe. I go on, obviously we've got our uh, show sponsor, Sharna as well. As usual, down the ticker along the bottom, you can get your ten percent off um, your purchase with the code in the description. <coughs> but also, uh, our Super Six is back this season. It mm-hmm. was, I know with, with Stephen Coltart we're getting, we're gonna get this going to get this prize to you I promise you and it's going to be sooner rather than later it's just taking us a wee bit longer um, to get hold of this stuff but yeah again we're going to do it again this season so if anybody's uh, want to take part if you took part last year and I think if you log on Ross you you automatically go back into the league again
1: Uh, no well I've restarted the league so whoever was in it last year is automatically put into it again if you weren't in it last year and you wanted like join it you just go on to the Super 6 app or download it if you haven't got it and then there's the Wii pin code uh, coming right along up. the bottom here. That pin code there is the the one to join the league. So you'll obviously, the, the league is called the Endless Celts Championship, I think. So And you just put that pin code in, and it, that's you basically joined. It's as simple as that.
0: Yep. And get in. If I can friends. date <laughs> in. Uh, it's coming <laughs> along the bottom there, the Endless Celts Championship, and the pins KJKSCA. So if you want to join in on that, Jump in! Um, I don't even know. It's what, all free. I would, I would saying what Stephen got as a prize and what.
2: Hmm. Right, you can go for it, Willie. It? You far in.
0: to get Shanna. Our partner's gonna do us some endless celts t-shirts, a wee bit of merch. So that that was the prize, and a wee bit another bit, few bits and balls for Stephen. So um, yeah, we're gonna do it again this season. If you you fancy uh, chipping in as a prize end of the season, I hope you're better than me because I I do well for the first few months and I just keep forgetting. Uh, Franny must have like 15 alarms set of this uh-huh. <laughs> on it for six because he's always in with his scores but I it's not done a lot uh, on the ticker at the bottom so if you want to join in, join in if you want to get some Sharna gear, like I said they're going to cut us out with some of our own merch which I'm really looking forward to getting hold of um, there's a 10% discount there as well but let's move on to um, pressing matters at Celtic at this moment in time. And uh, the first one that's a bit of bad news we're going to start on, Stephen, is um O's out, injured. So we're looking like we're lacking a bit up front. What do you make of the news? Well, I think
2: Roger said he, he hurt his calf in, in one of the games, but he didn't tell anybody. And then it eventually caught up with him, which I, I don't think for me is a good move in, on O's part. But again, you can understand him. Want to play, make an imprint on Roger to keep him kind of keeping his plans for the season ahead. But sixty-eight weeks, he's going to go out for. Yeah, we're we're laid up top. so I mean, we've got Kyogo, obviously Mieta could fill in there in a batter. But it, it comes again with the whole question: should we sign that first striker? And obviously, Mikel Antonio has been linked um to us recently for a loan move from from West Ham. Me personally, I'm not a big fan of that. <clears throat> it's it's just come down the same water as we always do trying to get someone who's probably coming towards the end of his best years playing football, in my opinion. I know he did well for for West Ham in the run last season of things, but for him coming up with a big wage on load, it would be a starter for me. I think we need to look at possibly getting... And I think Rodgers has said this himself. I think he's going to change the system, so there's going to be times where we're playing two up top. If you even get a a taller-type striker in to kind of complement a Q-Go, complement the Mieta, whoever's playing up there... That'll be something to be all in for. Maybe a target man, somebody to let on. Always all them things, but we're getting into these games, these pressing games, these fixtures ahead with technically one out-and-out out striker, and, and for me, that needs to be addressed.
0: Ross, you were pulling some
1: faces there. What do you think of Stephen's comments? Uh, well, listen, Stephen's entitled to his opinion on Antonio, and I totally get where he's coming from. I I think it would be a good sign, but the thing I screwed my face up, it was we're just going back to what we always do. When was the last time we signed a 32-year-old player? Carlton Cole,
0: maybe? I mean... a What I'm
2: saying me. is uh, there's no there's no in there. It's like reinventing the wheel. We've got a lone player from EPL. We're having them for a season then they're away again. If you're looking to build a squad for Europe next season, you're building on for a travel again or a travel tra- challenge again this season, you, you have to have a, team, a player who's dedicated to the cause, who wants to come in sign that contract on a permanent day. That, that loan shouldn't be it, something that
1: that, that, that we're looking alone. at as a club. Oh, maybe we're not going to
2: buy Antonio outright. If I that, know, if that I, happens.
1: West Ham are wanting to offload him, I think. I don't think it would be a loan, I think, Celtic. It, it might be only be a year's deal, because he has 32, but I mean, we've got Kyogo. we've got oh. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a guy to come in who is i don't like to say the third choice striker because they've got to come in and stake a claim. But I think for somebody that's coming in and there's already two strikers in front of him, it's a guy a Antonio's age maybe that's going to have to come in. But I think he offers you experience. He's just off the back of winning a European trophy. We're wanting to sign guys that have got European experience or a lot of people are. I think he gives you a different dimension. He gives you a different option in terms of what we've got already, in terms of holding the ball up. Uh, I think that holding the ball up is absolutely outstanding. And I think it was no better shown than his semi-final semi performance in the Europa League at uh, AZ Almar. I thought West Ham... They played on the counter at times in that game, and he played a big part in them getting that, I think it was a 0-0 draw over there, or 1-1, maybe. Um, But he was he was outstanding on the night. I think, listen, he's, for me, he's not got to come in and play before Kyogo, eh, for the most part. But as a different option, when you're changing things in-game, as Rodgers will do, he's, he's, we've all said it, He said it himself, um, I think it would be a viable option as a third choice striker, but of course it all depends on wages, and fee and stuff like that, and whether we can afford it. But if you're not looking at the fee and you're just looking at it for a, a perspective of the player's attributes and what he can bring, then for me, Michael, Michael Antonio's would be a good signing. And I get with you. Go ahead. Roy. I
0: don't want to. I didn't know what I got into the transfer chat too early, but okay. <laughs> here we
1: are. Um, done it. <laughs> and
0: again, and again, and again it's, it's another link. We've got fucking linked, mere links in Connect Forest, this, fucking, this season. Honestly. <laughs> we'll link to do. Granny. Um, but when you said there, Stephen, about the like, no wanting an older or a loan player or whatever, <sighs> he's going to be a third choice striker. I don't mind us bringing a loan in if he's not going to be featuring much anyway and he's going to be behind it. too. It's just someday for if we end up with an injury crisis or whatever. <laughs> but again, if we're only playing one up front, and I know Maeda's going to be playing left the majority of the time, but it looks like Brendan likes him up top. So technically, if you're looking at it that way, we've, we've got three strikers on the books mm-hmm. at the moment. And and from what I've seen in pre-season, it looks like he actually maybe prefers Maeda up top than O yep. actually coming in. Uh, he was starting Maeda left, taking Kyle go off, putting Maeda up top for however many minutes, mm-hmm. and then bringing O on. Um so it's an interesting one. I'm not too, again, I don't know what to talk because we're going to go into the transfer sort of side of things later <laughs> on. But yeah. um, it's not something that I'm like overly, like getting overly anxious about. If we don't sign on our striker, I'm not going to be too disappointed. But what have you got to say, Stephen? I mean,
2: yeah, I'll leave the transfer talk for later. I know I kind of brought it up, but as you said to me, it doesn't need to be addressed, and that only can come with transfers. But the the whole thing with like Antonio, the likelihood for me that happens probably about 20%. It's just a link we've seen with a striker mm-hmm. in the last couple of days. It's the only thing we can really go off. But the only concern for me, Mieta, Kyogo, and essentially, essentially, who, who the latter of the two you could fill in them different positions and Corville you're 100% right I think uh, Dermot Desmond would have a heart attack if he's seen the, the wage pack and they'd have to pay him but the, the only concern is that it's the as Ross said there the height the target there's no one there's no difference if you know what I mean there's no one you can maybe swing a, swing a ball up to in the Champions League game and hopefully hold on to it and bring others into play Kyogo is doing that but he's doing that coming off the defence and kind of linking the play he's not backing in against the defender keeping him busy we've seen O do that but I know six weeks isn't a long time but in, in football speak for me it is a long time if that makes sense you're going to be playing key games You are away to Pataudry you might need something different in the last 10 minutes you don't know the Champions League's coming quick and fast and I, I would have loved for me in my opinion O to be fit and firing because I think on the Rogers he can make him into an absolute goal machine and, and a tank like Antonio maybe that mode of a player like in the belly that type of player but yeah the, as you said we'll come on to the transfer chat but it's definitely something in my opinion we we'll probably need to look at
0: yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Corvo said here a wee bit earlier on it was brought up, but I kind of want to just touch on it. Uh, even Corvo, he says that he's afraid we will overplay Kyogo this season. Is that a concern for you, Ross? Um, he played well, a lot on
1: the a, range, didn't he? It's only a concern if he gets injured due to that. If he, if he plays his way through it, then y- you're happy that uh, Kyogo's starting most games. I think there'll be, I think if you look at it, probably the early games in the League Cup, maybe even the early games in the Scottish Cup, you might not start the games because, well, I mean, certainly the early games of the Scottish Cup will be the early part of next year. You're hoping that we, we get uh, European football after Christmas, but that'll not come about until mm. February. So that gives you an opportunity and sort of the early part of the Scottish Cup, certainly if you got a home game as well, to play. I know, or if there is another striker in there, uh, even Maeda, uh, you've got options. Um, so no, I'm not worried that they'll overplay Kyogo. They'll, they'll play Kyogo in all the big games, as long as he's fit. But, like we've alluded to, we we're, we're essentially got three strikers on the books now, and I know that O is out, injured. It was a silly decision on his part. But, Maeda can come in and do it. And if Maeda comes in in the middle to give Kyogo a rest, we can then play, um, I don't know, it depends on the fact that Haxabanovich is going to be there. You could even play um, James Forrest out there. Yang can play in the left. So there is options, a lot of options for us if we don't play Kyogo. So I understand where Corvo's coming from, but it's not a, it's not a worry for me when I look at, look at the options that we have. To give him a rest in sort of games that you perceive as maybe a bit easier, Uh, but again, that all depends on who you draw in the cups,
0: yeah, absolutely. Stephen, would you like for me? I think Rogers probably be a bit more, um, he'll rest him a lot more than Ange did.
2: Well, I mean, you look at it as well. I think we we all knew that Kyogo was Ange's quote unquote golden boy, and unless something happened drastically with injury or whatever he would not be dropped from the team and I think what Rodgers let us know quite early on, you have to earn your place in the squad by merit you can't just be living off last season and living off past glories, that, that doesn't happen under him, but yeah Kyogo, we all know he's carrying the shoulder not right. we all know that's going to be an issue, maybe later on in the season, he might need an operation on it, Rodgers and him <coughs> have been very open about that situation, but I'm not concerned about it, I would be concerned if Ans was still here because he, he just played him Relentlessly, and I have no doubt Kyogo's fitness levels are probably top notch. By the way, so you could probably cope with that workload. But for us, being selfish, you want them fit and firing for the best games. And like you said, Ross, if we draw, if we draw like a an Alba game or I don't know, Sterling Albion in, in the cups in, in, in the next couple of rounds, maybe you could get away with resting them. But <clears throat> yeah, he's going to play the next uh, shed load of games, the next six or eight games anyway from the bat because O's injured and made a I know what you're saying, Willie. he made it come into the middle. He scored a hat trick against his old club, and it was fantastic to see. We all thought maybe Rogers did perform there, but first game of the season, he was bang out the left again. Um, but one thing is good. They, they can interchange. We've said that, that in this podcast. They can move about. Kyogo comes deep. it can make that run and stuff like that. So you, you have to look at it. Maybe Rogers has taken the workload off him in, in the sense where he can trap deep, hold on to the ball, and, and just relax a wee bit instead of being running all the time, closing people down, and doing that kind of headless chicken, chicken running when I mean, you don't need to do it, essentially. Pick your times to do it. Maybe that can rest him up and kind of keep him fresh for games. We all seen it last season. He was coming off around 60, 70 minutes. I don't see that being a being a major issue because Rodgers' high-press and games, as the kind of blueprint that Ann's done. It was just always, always on. I think right. Rogers' That's teams are a right. bit more pragmatic. Do you know what I mean? They're a bit more they pick their moments to do it and they usually do it very well, if that makes sense. So, I'm not concerned for the long term. Short term, yes. Because anything can happen.
1: <laughs> I, think, I don't like, think... Sorry, Ross, I was phone. just going to say, just off the back of what Stephen's saying there, I think the way that Rodgers plays, obviously we've seen it on Saturday, Kyogo coming a bit deeper and then he's got the willing mm-hmm. runners, ball Turnbull, eh, O'Reilly going past them and he's putting the ball through for them. I don't think he'll be asked to cover as much ground as what he was asked to do under Ange. So mm-hmm. that in, in itself i will take a bit of the load off his legs long term
0: and when we had, I remember we had the wee bit of an injury period where it was always Hammy's going and it's oh, because of that a high intensive press constantly that uh, the Hammy's are pinging and I think you're right, it's a bit more of a pragmatic pressing berries you pick your spots to do it and um, yep. a bit more sound defensively so it'll be interesting, I'm not going to go on there. I was going to talk about Champions League and the differences that, but that's for another podcast cause that's- so was <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> Even if Pam Pam says that Kyogo's not Roger's favorite as much as Anwidge. Ange was, uh Roger's will put different players in that position as the season goes on. I, I totally agree so. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think he'll be used half as much so I'm not I'm not too stressed about about burn, out. and the I, I mean the transfer talk is going to take up the majority of this podcast I think but <laughs> we're going to move on next and like, we touched on it <laughs> uh we kind of touched on it <laughs> Uh, pre and po- post pod on Saturday actually about uh, Starfelt and the rumors were true and, and Rogers was right in what he was saying and, and he's he's gone now, he's gone to of ego to be with his love just in or closer to at least. Um Ross, how do you feel about the situation? Are you are you quite happy? Are you, are you not too fussed because I think we've got a ready made replacement in already? Um do you feel like we need a bit more in that area? What, how do you feel about the whole situation?
1: Um First of all, good luck to Starfelt. I, I totally get where he's went. She's half the scale. So man. do I. But, <laughs> 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 but uh, in terms... Uh, look, if Starfelt had left and we didn't have Navrocki in the building, I would be worried. I yeah. would be like, where where have we got to go here? What we got to do? We can't go with um, Carter Vickers and any of the other three Four that's available. Navrocki comes in. He played on Saturday. I think, I mean, it's only one game. I'm not going to say that he's better than Starfelt by any stretch. I think he comes out with the ball better than Starfelt ever did. Obviously, that has a lot to do with Starfelt not playing on the right side of the defence, or his preferred side, sorry. Um, But I think he brings the ball out in a similar fashion. Maybe no... I mean, you didn't see it quite to the extent, but it reminded me a wee bit of like Aya. He was mm-hmm. involved. He was the one that brought the ball out when when we won the penalty for the first goal. He was right up there, almost at the edge of the Ross County box, playing a ball in. So he, he brings the ball out for me better than Starfield. I'm not going to say he's a better defender than Starfield right now. You just you, you can't do that. Yeah. Obviously, we've got a. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's set in stone yet, but we've got this uh, German beer festival guy coming in, Lagerbielka <laughs> 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 so I think listen he's, a, been Swedish, all night? <laughs> been a, he's a Swedish international 23 year old I don't know if he's going to come in and be the first choice or if Navroki is but we've got another two centre halves in the door well one in the door and one almost in the door you have to say so I'm okay about Starfelt leaving, I was always one of the ones Listen, Starfield done a great job. You can't argue with the statistics, eh, the record alongside Carter Vickers. But eh, there was always that wee moment for me. And listen, I would have to say he had a better season last season than he did his first season. <laughs> and he... Eh, I, I can't say that Starfield wasn't a good player, but I also can't say that he was an outstanding defender. As much as his numbers and stuff are as good as Carter Vickers. I watch football with my eyes and Carter Vickers, I think everybody will agree, is a far better player than Starfelt. Mm -hmm. Put it this way, if we lost Carter Vickers instead of Starfelt, I would be like lying in the shower in a ball, now crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Listen, I think Starfelt was a great player for us. Can we cope with his loss? It remains to be seen, but we're going the right way about trying to cope with his loss and bringing players in to replace him
0: swiftly uh, Stephen how are you feeling about the whole situation I mean he's obviously he, as much as he had his sort of critics and I was a fan but I, I definitely criticised him at times I felt like mm-hmm. um, I felt like sometimes I always say that when he gets the ball it was like a hot tatty and he didn't look comfortable on it as much as everybody says he's a ball playing defender I thought it was a struggle for him at times when he was put under pressure but you can't deny the partnership they built with CCV. I mean, they, were, they didn't lose a game together domestically, uh, which is an unbelievable achievement. So it's going to be a loss, isn't
2: it? Oh, Definitely, it's going to be a loss. I mean, you, you look at the fact, as you said, you can't disrespect the, the record, him and, him, him and Carter figures <laughs> him, him and Carter Vickers had together, as you said, didn't lose a domestic game last season. And Starfield did get criticised. <laughs> Start <laughs> a panic attack. <laughs> Starfield, he did get criticised, but I think that was more to do with the fact how good of a player uh, Carter Vickers was. We were kind of holding him to that pedestal of, hike can he match him? Can he do this? Can he do the same things? And he, ne- he couldn't necessarily do it, but I think that Ross made a great point. He was the right side of centre half. He never really played there, and he had to fit in beside Vickers somehow, and he'd done it really well. And I know what you were saying, Willie. Like, w- every defender has a mistake in them do you know what I mean I think Starfield had a couple but again didn't lose a game domestically and I think that's a record that can't be sniffed at him to go uh, 28 years old to South Vigo to La Liga for me is a cracking move It's yes it, for Jacinta closer to Portugal down the road whatever jump in the car you get to see your misses and not that but again he's playing in a better league let's be honest he's playing under Rafael Benitez I think there's their manager so, there's big pools there as well, not just the fact that um, he's got our friend is over, over in European shores, too. And you look at uh, Naraki, and what I liked about Carter Vickers today, and it gave me confidence in the new centre half power, and he was like, you can see his qualities in training already. He's, he's shown what he can do, and it's it's nice about building that kind of into the team, and they learn what they're going to do with each other, tendencies, movements, defensive qualities, and, and stuff like that. And I think with Naraki, too, he,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I <think> with,
2: <laughs> with the Rocky as well you have to look at it from this point like you said Ross he's far more comfortable playing the ball out and you said too Willie he, he breaks into the centre midfield and what that brings to the game is as well he breaks the press of the opposition there's just one movement just through the middle of them and we'll have space for the midfield to kind of link the attack up and whatever happens after that but yeah I like that the look Rocky he looks really quick and he's He's made of sturdy stuff. He comes from a hard, hard league. We've seen what leg of Warsaw. I mean, we—they're no mugs. They beat us before, and obviously we've had success there with like of and all coming from his tours from there. And uh, was it Gustav Lagerbilk? Is the the Swedish centre half coming in? <laughs> Is the Swedish centre half coming? He looks more of a—I would say what you call—not the Felmam player. He's going to play a big part in the squad, but a younger type profile coming in. He's really made his professional breakthrough in the last couple of years and everything I've seen of him, he's he loves the cross field ball, he can connect really well with the midfield, he's left-sided I believe and everyone in Sweden believes he's a top defender coming through, he's got an international cap and he played with a club on loan two years ago that wore the green and white hoops. So he knows what it's like, kind of, to, to wear the, the semi-professional green and white hoops. So I'm excited for them too, especially. Starfield's a big loss but... We got €5 million, I believe, for him. We recouped the transfer fee. We made a, a somewhat small profit. But it seems like that's been reinvested back into the Rocky. And that's a good sign for me. They're, they're planning to bring a guy, who younger guy in, probably on the same level, and could get better with potential. But for me, he asked me, he asked Ross the question, do we need people there? I still believe we do. I think free centre house for me is not enough. I think you, Kobayashi, I've I led to believe on Twitter. He's been told to look for a new club. Welsh is always linked away. And I feel sorry for yeah, Welsh, I mean, really do. I've
0: you reading Twitter again.
2: <laughs> no, I, I really do feel sorry for Welsh because he's got he's, he's a good player, but he's not Celtic level. Bosan Wales apparently going on loan to the, the Austrian feeder club that we've kind of had a link with. This has been confirmed. This has actually been confirmed, Willie. How do you so, see all that
0: stuff? I've
2: never heard any of this. Well, <laughs> it's it's an <in> Austrian Peter <laughs> club in the second division. It's like they're called like Flacker or something like that. But a couple of our young players are, are going there, and it leaves us short. I still think we need one more. They come in the door, center half, and you can't run the free, in my opinion, because if you enter, if Fickers get injured, then you're stuck with the Rocky and Gustav uh, Lagerbilk and if one of them gets injured, you have to plan for these eventualities. And I hope we do get another one indefinitely. But Starfeld... He'll be a big miss. I, I like them. We all we all kind of had a running joke that he was giving a bit of grief, and that, but he was a really really good defender for us. Like,
0: yeah, agreed. And I, I mean, you've kind of answered the next question, so I'll just go to Ross. But we've yeah. got uh, kind of the forgotten men. We've got Kobayashi and Welsh and Scales. Do you think they're? Oh, su- yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're all sufficient right. backup for? I mean, if we get, I, I don't know if this uh, lag, is it. Lagger Beckham,
1: Lagger Build, Lagger Build. Biel- Bielka. Or Bielka.
0: Yeah, right. Um, if he's, is that confirmed or is it just still... It's not confirmed yet, is it? The fee's been agreed. He's come, no. he's come over
2: for a miracle. He's come over for a miracle.
0: Did Romano tell you that, aye?
1: So was kaisse said look what happened there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, aye. So, if you've got the A3, are, are the likes of Welsh and Kobayashi and scales sufficient backup, Ross? Or?
1: Um... Well, like Stephen said there, I think Gobayashi, he might be loaned out. I don't think he'll be sold, but he might be loaned out. I think Boson Lowell, I think, like Stephen says, he's going to be loaned out. So that leaves you with Scales and Welsh. Me, personally, I think in bringing two centre-halves in in this window, I don't see us bringing in another one. I don't think in my opinion, I don't think there's a great need for it. I think that uh, uh, for talking sake, if your centre-half pairing going forward is going to be CCV and Navarrochi, the chances of the two of them getting injured at the same time are pretty slim. I know it could happen, but they're pretty That's slim. Weird. Aye, but it is pretty slim. Um, I think if one of them gets injured, Bielka comes in, you would have to say it would probably be Bielka, given that it's going to be a Rogers signing. Then, I mean... If, if you got another injury and it was during the Champions League group campaign, you would be worried then. But the chances the, the chances are so slim that Celtic would end up losing, let's say, the Carter Vickers and the Vrocky at the same time. And we had to go into that with Bielka in Welsh. It's very slim. So slim that I don't think Celtic will go into the market for another centre-half. It's going to be better than a Welsh, for instance. I think they would be quite happy to take the chance. Again, I say it—the slim chance. I think you, you, there's a chance, a, a high, obviously, a, clearly, a higher chance that you'll get one of them injured. I would be comfortable then, again, not having seen Bielka, but trusting that he's going to be good enough to come in, or he might be that he might be that he's the one that comes in and partners Carter Vickers. I don't see the great need. to understand where Stevens coming from, but because of the, the minute chance of being left without your two first-choice centre-halves at the same time, I don't think, for me, I would go into the market. I think the money could be better spent in other areas of the pitch, which we'll probably go into. So, no, no for me. Eh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't sign another one. I'd be quite happy going with what will probably look like Welsh or Scales. Scales might go out as well. I've got a bloody fly. Thank you well again. Look, got a I think he will go This is mock it. Every <laughs> week I've got were, a fly. I
0: thought
1: you were raving there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I could rave like that when there was a beat on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but aye, I I don't, I, don't I, I, I would be quite comfortable knowing that it would be highly unlikely that we had to use them. But if we did have to use them, it Would be alongside one of our first choice centre halves, and I'd be okay. I mean, it'd be highly unlikely that Welsh and Skills would be used. I think the yeah. option be Bielka or Navroke will be enough going forward throughout the season to, to stand us in good stead.
2: I think, as well, we have to appreciate by the way, like high seamlessly Carter Vickers does come back into that lineup with no pre season, no kind of pre season training or games, and he just looked like he picked up where he left off. And, he was solid. And you're kind of safe for that thought that Carter Vickers is back, isn't it? And, and it wasn't, it obviously wasn't his best game, Ross, but I'm saying like, oh, he's oh, just man. kind of put it back in and he's come into the team and he he's took that pressure off. Cause <laughs> without, without Carter Vickers, yeah. we all have to believe he wasn't coming back to maybe end of September. He must've done some recovery work and to get back in shape for the start of the season. And I think for us, that, that is fantastic having him just in the squad and starting. It's such a big relief. And as you, as you said, there, Look, for me, my point still stands, but I get what you're saying 100%. Scales for me is no doubt going to go back out in loan, whether it's Aberdeen or, or somewhere else permanently, it's going to happen. Welsh is just that guy like a John O'Shea, he just sticks about waiting to play maybe three or four games a season if he's lucky. But yeah, I get what you're saying, but I still think we need Norman. But yeah, we, we, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we'll fire into that
0: later on again, <laughs> I, I'm sure. I kind of feel the same way about the, the striker situation as you talked about there with the. I think it's very, it's highly unlikely we're going to have two of them out at once, and we've got my Maeda that can step up there. But I will we'll touch on that uh, later on. But um, Ross, I just want to come back to you quickly as well. I kind of wanted to touch on this as well, and it, and it, it, it kind of <laughs> things around the Starfield situation about how honest Rodgers has been throughout the whole process during the week there, because I can guarantee you, I bet my mortgage on it. If Anne's got asked the question why Starfield wasn't uh, starting at the weekend. He wouldn't have answered a word, but Rogers was open and honest with us as fans and um, and told us everything that was going on, and I thought it was really refreshing, and and again, during the week he, he's letting us know what's going on, and I, th- I think he was questioned by Sky Sports about him leaving, and he said, no, I mean, I think the fee's agreed, but he's flying over there at this moment in time, and they asked him about this new centre-half, and he says, nothing's agreed as of yet, but it's somebody we like the look of. Do you think it's refreshing that he's being open and honest with us about this sort of stuff, or do you kind of here on the side of, like... I mean, Andrew's still doing it now. Apparently, Harry Kane's went to him first thing. Very first meeting and said he's looking to move on and mm. Andrew's never uttered a word. He's saying no, he's as far from aware he's not going anywhere until the day where he's like, ah, he's away. Aye. Uh, I just think for us it's really, really refreshing. Well, for me anyway, personally, I think it's really, really refreshing about how honest Brendan's been about like these sort of situations in the last week or so.
1: Uh, I would have to agree with that. I think... Um... It's probably partly been forced upon him and not by any outside parties. I think it's been a decision he's made. uh, I mean, I'm only surmising, but I would say that's a decision he's made himself in terms of the way he left the club the last time and it was all the snake and the the dishonesty. I think he's just took the stance now. I'm just going to be up front with the fans, tell them exactly how it is, keep them in the loop all the time, and that way... Brendan Rodgers covers Brendan Rodgers, but he's also treating the fans with a bit of respect. And listen, anybody in any walk of life covers their own back. I don't care what anybody says. You do. We slag Michael Beale. All he's done for him in the door is cover his own back. But he's looking after number one. Don't get me wrong. Rodgers hasn't went to that extent. But there is a bit bit of sort of covering his own back there. But I, I agree. I really like it and I hope he keeps doing it going forward because that and Saturday, we're all sitting there and at the time I think we were on the podcast so we didn't actually hear yep. the interview and we're all sitting, Ken whilst I felt go, it's put to bed like that yep. in an instant he's going to go, it looks like it we're working on somebody else I'm not telling you who because that's, that's the point where it becomes disrespect between clubs players etc but All you need to know is, right now, he is going for reasons that, again, we won't divulge, but he's on, (laughs) oh, and we're working to get another guy in the door. So, aye, I think, personally, that's how it should always be. I think Neil Lennon had an element of that in him. He always was a Celtic man. He always thought about the club, first and foremost, and I think you've seen that to an extent with Rodgers in the early stages of his tenure.
0: I agree. Where are you I'm turning on Ange. I've not turning on Ange. I still love him for what ah. he
1: does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I, Stephen, for me, it's really refreshing. And like Ross said, he, he stated all the facts. He was he was nothing but respectful. Like he said, "Listen, this is his decision. This is what he wants to do." I, he's been a great servant for the club, and he's moved on. So he wasn't he mm-hmm. like. It wasn't like a knife in the back. I know, like Ross said about Lennon there, and I know it wasn't his finest hour, but when he went off his nut and said that people wanted to leave in the Champions League and all the rest of that, it wasn't quite. It was It was still. Respect- How do you feel, do you think it's refreshing that he's been dead on it? For me, you know me with fucking rumours, can I stand him? So he just puts him in bed. I'm like, yes, can I wait for the podcast? I can just say, I don't. The Daily Record Topman's, the gaffer said it.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you rewind to that Cup final, we watched it in Graces. And the anxiety going through your brain yeah, that man. me and Ross were so certain that Posta Caldo was away. He had the opportunity to tell us in the post match kind of interview with Martin O'Neill and, and the pundits and he said he's going on holiday. At that point, well, you still kinda of believed him. And then boom, literally forty eight hours later he's he's the new Spurs manager. That, like that for me, he should have he should have said something that was gonna happen. And Rodgers, I don't think so. But for me, Rogers kind of has no choice in this instance, being truthful, because like you said, Ross, and I totally agree. Yeah, 100% Pam. I totally agree with what you said. And, and the fact that he's come back the second time, no one's going to buy the, yeah, we know he's a Celtic fan, but no one's going to buy the stories. No one's going to buy the, the, the shite that managers usually say, and Rogers <laughs> Rodgers won't get away with that. So, we we all said it from the start, from his very first kind of press conference type interview media thing with Celtic TV that he's business-like. He's there to do a job. He's not there to fill us full of shit no more. Which he did the first time. If we, if we look back on it 100%. Obviously he delivered great success with that, but the way he left kind of leaves a bitter taste in everyone's mouths, including myself at that time. So he has to come in. He has to be honest. that he, It's like he, he's not, not backed into the corner, so to speak, but he if someone asks him a direct question, he can't bat around it no more. Do you know what I mean? He can't be like, "Oh, there's are We've had no contact." He, he's he's <coughs> going to be clean. He's going to be. He's going to be truthful, yeah, and gonna, I think uh, for uh, us, it's se-
0: anyway. I think it his, step, that's Fed, fine. That, that's Fed's situation. He, in that very press conference, he was like, "I don't know." Uh, he actually said outright, I don't, "I don't. I don't need any more wingers." I don't understand. Uh, I gave his I mean, that off one, at that time,
2: but, but yeah, but that was that was coming near the end of the stay with us. I'm on about. Like if you if you if you're looking at it now, well, Danny McGrain's story for one, everyone knows that's bullshit. (laughs) It
1: was the old Dembele hanging the the rumor Rogers going to was it Saudi or whatever, yeah, and then he did go and all that kind uh, of stuff. uh, listen, uh, it's all rumors. Well, he doesn't like it. Yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. But I
2: I think for me, Rogers, it's refreshing. It's a change, and I, I like the change. And like you said, well, it eliminates me putting rumors into the chat every day, and you're cracking up, and it's like half eight in the morning, and I'm going <laughs> Starfelt away. But it, it takes all that away because we knew it was going to happen. We knew it was happening on Saturday, and it just took whatever amount of days that to, to put that through for him to join South Africa. And also, by the way, maybe a parting gift, but Starfeld's agent played a big part in, in Gustav Lagerblad coming to us. He's a Starfelt. He he says agent as well. So. Maybe a wee bit of a a parting gift there from from Starfield's point, getting something sorted out before he left, which would be quite good, if you're thinking (laughs) in a dream sense. But Yeah, having Rogers being like this, I'm liking it. It's business-like. It's straight to the point. And for me, he's going to wipe the fucking floor with them cunts across the the city, (laughs) 100%. Oh, you just got the same. up.
0: No, yeah, but it's not just... Sorry, see you next Tuesday. You're right, it does put you at ease as well. I mean, the the post-match... He said after he said he was away, very respectful, and then he was asked, so will you be looking to bring somebody in? He was like, Yep, yep. And that mm-hmm. just straight away puts you at ease. If it was maybe previous, we wouldn't have known. No, 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 there's no rumor, that's just rumors and all the <clears> rest of it. He'd have been gone on a Tuesday and we're all wondering, Oh my god, are we gonna get somebody in? But you're right, he said, No, we're getting somebody in. But well, yeah, we'll definitely need to strengthen if Carl goes. Done. Everyone else is sitting quite happy, relaxed. And I mean it has as you're right on his return he has done that because even with the remember when he got asked about if he's going to spend 15-20 million on a player and he yeah. was again open and honest He said, I don't think that's our model it's not going to happen we're going to look in the, and continue with the work that we've been doing and all that it's just I, I just really really think it was refreshing and I thought it'd be nice to chat about it at night because I think it was really really refreshing that he's been open and honest with us fans it's it's, it's good it's all good I thought you were got to say something there Russ. but
1: I was just gonna say apart from when he told us he was gonna stay for the full three year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look when when Luton Town come calling, he's making that move, trust me. Otherwise at Corvo, listen. Anyway, that's I'm, a, right. I'm an agent.
0: Maybe I'm an agent, I'm a scout. Hundred
2: percent. He doesn't care about the
0: guy and we just need to spend the money. So if he spent forty million, we'd be be laughing. So
1: <laughs> by the way, see if I was seeing that Corvo comment, was it Corvo? Uh, yeah. If I was um I don't know who actually said that. It. Oh, it was Stephen. You said he would go to Luton Town. If I was Rogers, I would go to Luton Town. I mean, what better way to manage your team for your living room on a Saturday afternoon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've seen all the memes like, well, the, if they're going to VAR, they hate to just jump into this house. <laughs> Sky, in Sky plus. Quality, <laughs> <laughs> <Cool, well, laughs> man. That's nuts. Can't wait to see it. Next one I kind of want to just touch on just quickly because it's just, again, I hate rumours, but Stephen, your man... You love rumours. hate them. Mm-hmm. Your man's rumoured the reason he was dropped, because he slept in, burn the bed. Burn the bedtime. Um, <laughs> what did you make of that story?
2: Me? Yeah,
0: I did say Steven. I mean, to,
2: to, to be fair, we were, all, we were all shocked that he was left out of the squad. And we kind of speculated it was um injury, and but it obviously wasn't. The wee man... Needed a sleep. Now, let's remember here, right? He's run the boat there with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See if this is Johat that slept in and he... he may be like, uh, oh, I listen, need to be out there, though,
2: listen, I need listen, alarms. listen, listen, right? He's run the boat there with a weed side in the house who probably had a bad night. He's melted out. He's lying in the bed. He's looked around. He's thought to himself. The team busses in 20 minutes. I'll snooze it. I'll snooze it. No way, you snooze it before you go to work, <laughs> and you wake up and it's like twelve o'clock, and you are like, "Oh fuck!" I need, I need to ring someone here. That's what he's done. That's what I have. Like, like, listen. When so there is
0: a boy at the top as well, when he's defending, just no. put, hit the snooze button and I'll wait time going forward.
2: So is that is that what that uh, Craig Kennedy <laughs> done for for, for, Ross, for Ross County second goal? Stood there like a mannequin and got rinsed. Nah, he guess not bit, no, be, happens. But here, let's that, be, be honest, right? Burnaby Rogers has confirmed he is- he won that penalty by getting the ball. It wasn't any good play, Ross. But ah, he won-
1: skinned the guy. But skinned the guy He did the man. guy.
2: The ball, the ball was knee high, and he dipped the toe, in and he got pulled Trapped down. The there was shoulder. no penalty ever. Drop, drop. You, you. Right, Stephen, and then fell. <laughs> <laughs> right, Burnaby Rogers did confirm that um there has been a few issues during the summer, maybe two or three incidents, and obviously he's got he wants to sort that out. I mean fuck's sake, Rodgers managed Luis Suarez, probably most like incident-packed footballer that's ever walked the face of the planet and he managed to get a tune out of him. I have, I, I have no doubt in my head that Burnaby's going to be a key player this season. Yeah, it's kind of comical that he slept in and stuff like that. He's, he's been disciplined for it. He looked happy in training the day. He looked, had a smile in his face. Even Rio with by the way, had a smile on his face. And we all know the problems that Rodgers has with him at the minute. So, we, we, we look at it from that instance. He's going to be back in the team. He's going to play a major part. He stepped in. Big whoop. Big whoop. That's all I can say. It happens. Everyone stepped in. Have you ever stepped in for a job, Willie? Have you ever stepped in for a job, Ross? Of course we have. It,
0: it's human
2: nature to do that.
0: I if I was playing with Glasgow Celtic, I wouldn't
1: I? <laughs> I just can't believe that you made the point that Roger's got a tunity. Luis Suarez, a world class footballer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, but he Probably no, but a, he was, pl- he, was with, he was plagued with he was plagued. No, but huh? behaviour behaviours that's what I'm talking about. His behaviour <laughs> was insane. Like that's nothing compared to what Burnaby's doing. so Burnaby's ah. doing we st- stupid things like a teenager would do. But I've no doubt that that'll come out of him.
0: I <laughs> didn't even want to put this in the topic because it's just <laughs> such a silly thing, Ross. But what do you make
1: uh, it? <laughs> listen, it's one of the things like Stephen says. It happens. It it shouldn't he happen. Well, it's not well, it shouldn't have happened, but it happens. I don't know how he's done it because I was up at half five on Saturday morning and I was only going to watch the game. I was that excited. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how you sleep in for that when you're playing in it. But uh, listen, he's obviously had a late one. He was up watching the last leg on Friday night or something. Fell asleep on the couch. I don't know. But <laughs> listen, it happens. But Rogers he's just in the door, he has to sort of show his authority and the, the standards that he, he wants everybody to, like, reach the standards that he is mm-hmm. going to set, and that starts... Rodgers is a consummate professional, and that starts for timing. Roy Keane was massive on timing. He used to crack up it, like, I've never seen it firsthand, but you've heard the stories. He used to crack up at guys, that were late. Like, if you... I can't even mind who it was he was supposed to be going on a night out with somebody Roy Keane or something and he was all ready to go and the guy turned up five minutes late and when he got there, like, Roy Keane was just in his trackies High
2: ironic me. is what you're saying, he was supposed to be going on a night out and the wee man was late <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> But, like, Roy Keane never went he was just like, nah, no, you were late, that's it <laughs> But, hey. Uh, that's the standards you have to set. Celtic Rodgers wants to hit the same heights as he did the last time. I don't know why I scalped myself on the side of the heat there, <laughs> but uh, he wants to hit the same heights, and that starts right now. And if a guy sleeps in, you have to make an example of him, and he did that. Yep, and that'll be totally a good bed. He, he might well be, a, <coughs> well, he probably will be in the squad for Sunday, he might well even start. But for that game, he, he missed an important meeting. Well, we've, we've, we've probably talked tactics, talked about the game. You're not playing because you're not ready. You've not heard any. It's work class a... but it
2: doesn't need to hurt. <laughs> this is going to
0: be fun this
1: season. So <laughs> cute when you talk shit. I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Burnaby is also picking up money diggers because he was there early. Brown Warrior was there early doors he didn't turn up to two o'clock, so is <laughs> always <obviously> the same. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Evening, money? <laughs> Hello, mate. Uh, I'm not managed, Stephen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, right, Stephen, obviously you're like to talk about it, so let's touch on the comments about Hatate and his attitude recently. Wire in. I think, it's,
2: I, think it's, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I really do. I told you this before, I thought he was absolutely rank-racking in pre-season. He was trying things that weren't on, he was doing round-the-corner passes on his own like, 18-yard line, giving the ball away, conceding goals. And Listen, Rio Itate, it can be and probably will be a world-class player. But it goes back to what Roger said. This is a clean slate for everybody. Turnbull's come in, he's scored goals, he's took his opportunity, and he's looked really good doing that. And like Roger said, it's different than the way Postacoglu plays, that he's told Tate what he wants. And from what we all know, from what he's saying, he's responding well in training, right? but what, what I would say is this whole casino move that what's the space What's the space for Brighton could be something coming off it but I'm glad because you said it Ross it lays down a marker he's done it with Burnaby he did it with a, a Tate. <laughs> <laughs> <It could be. laughs> if I stepped in for it my boss would swing me around the room like a job <laughs> <laughs> oh, <for laughs>
1: What's you gonna do I mean, when Hulkamania goes right. wild over you <laughs> But, but, that is some like trainee thought. Sorry, Stephen. But um,
2: well, he's gone. He was like the for him But ah,
1: oh,
0: uh, fuck it, don't you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it lays down a marker, right? Because he was. We said it on Saturday. It's a big <laughs> statement, leaving him out. A massive statement, leaving like a like of player real attached out. And look, I hope it pushes him on. I really do. But I, I've looked at it, and look, I'm not a body language expert, I don't want to be fucking pigeonholed here, but he doesn't look doesn't look himself, he doesn't look like, not to, not to the extent he doesn't want to be there, but I think he knows, he said it in, in summer when he was away, if the opportunity arises, he wants to take the opportunity. And I'm, I've no doubt in my head, and Roger said today in his Wednesday, weirdly enough, in his press conference that players will go, and we just have to watch and see, and If we lose Rio, I've no doubt, like they've done with uh, Naraki, they'll have someone lined up to come in and replace him. Because I don't believe I have anyone in the squad, anybody, who can replace Rio Atate in terms of when he's on his day and what he can do on the pitch. And Rodgers has done the best thing for me. You have to draw players. I mean, that famous clip, I don't know if you've all seen it, with Sterling, was just a wee kid. And he was like in a training facility, I think it was in pre-season season and Rogers stopped the training. and was like, if you disrespect me again, I'll send you home or uh, something. It
0: was Sterling. It was
2: Raheem Sterling. Aye, that's what I mean. Raheem Sterling, 17 or something at that point. Aye. But it's laying down laying down a marker, and that's what we need. Mm. So, I mean, we could all, we're we not blind. We knew Rio Atate wasn't playing well. Turnbull came in in some pre-season games, made the difference, and he scored two goals against that Ross County. I think his decision's been justified.
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I'm not into all that stuff that Rio's said this, that, and the next thing; these things can get lost in trying. Well, he did, especially journalists. How?
2: Well, he, he did say it. It hasn't been, hasn't been made. It, right. I'm sure if it, he didn't say it, he would have out publicly and said, go, "I didn't so, say that."
0: Was it in English Dan? Dan Dan said
2: so Dan he, say, would, Dan he, he have said have it. Said, yeah, he
0: didn't say next week though, did he? What, no,
2: he, he said if the, right the opportun- if the opportunity arises. This is what I mean.
0: Yeah, uh, that, so that could, could mean at any point. Doesn't mean he's gone tomorrow. And also, I'm saying say I'm just... this, I, hate, I hate all this body language. Everybody's a fucking body language expert now. Nobody knows what's going on in his life. He could have had yeah, something going on in his life that's got him down, and he's feeling that way. And I agree. I think Rogers has dealt with it the right way. Nobody's, everybody's culpable. So if he's not playing, if he's not doing what Rogers is asking of him, then he gets dropped. That's fine. But yeah. I, I hate all this chat about. Oh, he doesn't look up for it. He's this, that. He's no interested. He doesn't want to be here. <coughs> right. There's been many a time he said he's happy here. Also. So I just think people focus on that, that narrative again uh, far too much. I just think, I think he's a top, top player. I think he'll come good again. Yep, he is. I, think, uh, I, think, yep. I think he does need, maybe, maybe he did need a boot up the arse, and that's what he's got. But like you said about Burnaby, I wouldn't be surprised if he was back in that team uh, on Sunday, firing all cylinders. I thought he looked really good when he came on against Ross County. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, But I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with the way Rodgers went about it. But I don't think again, he's as, as John would say, these rag newspapers. Um, pretty sure the quotes I've seen for Brendan the day, there was nothing in there to go. They, they, they just worded it in a way that is as if Brendan's like saying provocative, things. Yeah, no provocative. And it's not, I don't think that's the case. I think if we actually seen his live interview, it would just be, listen, he needs to improve on this. We've talked about stuff and that's that. And, and mm-hmm. it just gets turned and snowballs into something that's not. And then people latch onto it. I just don't like it at all. But, uh, Ross, what do you think about the whole, whole situation? Uh, as, we, as we talked about before, where Rodgers has dealt with it and that's end it?
1: I uh, will. It's that transparency again for Rogers? He said that I expect certain things for my, my players if they want to play for me. Quite clearly, he's not been picked, so he, he hasn't been doing the things that Rogers expects. But there's that sort of change your manager, that change style, so maybe he's adjusting to that <clears throat> Listen, I, I, I will not claim to be a body language expert Rio Hattie, in pre-season looked out of form David Turnbull was playing well mm-hmm. Brendan Rodgers, he's come in it's a clean slate, he's going to pick the man that's doing the job for him at the minute that's Rio Hattie <sighs> I'm not so sure about that so. I think he was just praising was Turnbull.
0: Sure Turnbull's had a tough time on the range and he's came and had a stonking performance in a good pre-season I think. O'Reilly's yeah. obviously very popular when he wants to praise Turnbull and that's it. That. That's, that's the end of it, I think
1: Aye, for me. I, I think he's praising Turnbull there's no under current or under lying message or whatever in my opinion he, he, he's played with Rio Hitate it and it's worked really well for now on two years but what I will say is, I'll go back to it. Hitati, hasn't he played well? Turnbull has done well to get the jersey. If you're asking me now, again, Hitati will have to show in the coming games that he's he's up for the fight and stuff like that. But if it was the Hitati last season and the Turnbull that we're seeing now and the Turnbull, yeah, Angie's first six months in charge, going into Ibrox, I would still. Even even the the hatati the right now, I would still probably go for him at Ibrox because Turnbull's had enough chances at Ibrox eh, in big games and he does fade in the big games and he, he isn't as effective. That worries me if he's going to have the jersey going into Ibrox because I say he might have matured and he might be better and he might be up for the fight at Ibrox. I don't know. But if you ask me right now, I would still go with Hitati in that game because I, I think I think it's all well, not pretty obvious. Some people won't agree, but I think Hitati on his day is a better player than David Turnbull. I think they're oh, different yes. players, but yeah. he, is a, he is a better player. But I don't know. I, listen, again, it's a rumour thing. I don't know if Hitati's going to go or he's going to stay. But like Stephen, that Brighton rumour has been circling for nigh on a year now, and it's always been hinging on Kaicedo going. Kaiseido is going to go. The big thing for me, now, I would love us to keep Rio Hatay, and like Stephen, mm-hmm. we'll probably come on to it. I don't know, I'm not saying for sure we've got a ready repl- ready-made ready replacement in the building for Hatay. I think Awata could be that. I'm not saying he can be that, but he could be that. Listen, time will tell on that, but the one thing that worries me, other than Caicedo leaving, and that might be what what's hindering him going to Brighton, is the fact that he came in at the same time as Maeda. Maeda mm-hmm. signed a new long-term deal uh, Rio Tate, hasn't I don't know if he's been offered it. For me I think, if he does not go in this one though, I think it might be January. Uh, but well, <laughs> right, every Tuesday, kid <laughs> <laughs> Bump into him every night, every Tuesday <laughs> um, But listen I don't know what's going to hurt him I, I've not got a crystal ball But what I do know is Hatati's a good player And I believe that mm-hmm. if he wants to be at Celtic He will come good again He'll pick up the way that Rodgers wants to play the 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 standards that Roger sets, which by the way are no higher than I believe what probably Ange set. <laughs> well, I mean that's a fair point, Joe. Um, that I watched them on Wednesday night and pff, I wasn't I wasn't impressed by them. I, I, me and you said it well, it looked like they were playing a front a front three in number nines. It just there right. was no pace. It, it it just looked kind of. Nae balance balanced it. But anyway, that's enough about them. Rio Tati can be a great player for Celtic if he wants to be here. And he will be a great player for Celtic again if he wants to be here. Does he want to be here? That remains to be seen.
0: I agreed. Before I move on, I've just I, I, we've got loads in the chat. I really, really appreciate it. it's coming on again tonight. Um a beautiful wee community here, and and the, there's been back and forth, and I've seen that Monty and Pam have both got new jobs. So congratulations to you. Congratulations. congratulations. Well congratulations. Well All <laughs> looking up. Um, Aye, <clears throat> I, I, I don't think there's much more to say on that. We're going to move on to... We've been an hour. And I think this, this is going to be another hour here. But Stephen, we've got three three weeks left in this window. What, what do you want to see?
2: What I want to see, Willie, is Celtic saying first team... Ready players, right, the what does only that mean? one.
0: What does that mean?
2: The, does that mean? Gonna, listen, I've had my feet up all day, just chilling, knowing this I is going like to come.
0: Feet in your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: the way I look at this, right? We've sang five players, so if we go through them Yang, not a starter, Kwan, development player, Tilio, injured. You know because they they're not they would have been in the team already. Obviously, pre season I mean, under their belt. I mean, that, they don't
1: need to that, rush them in. We've that, said but, that about O. Oh. Can I get my point then? Or aye, sorry, aye.
2: Don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> Right, so Tilly O home. By the way, I think he could push to maybe be a starter. The Rockies the nailed on guy. Who's who's the starter? Right, Honduras. We all know this. He's come in to replace Starfield. I am genuinely. I used the word with Moy. I'm going to use it again. I'm underwhelmed by this transfer window. Like this is not me believing all the hype before Rogers come in that we're going to spend 30, 40 million pounds in terms of a kitty for the summer. No, I'm not 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 buying that for one minute. You sent in something last night to the chat, Willie. Alex Scott, I believe his name is joined Bournemouth for £26 million pounds or whatever it was from Bristol City. Was it Bristol City? Right? And you asked me how can we compete, right? The the reason why we ha- we have to work smart in the market, right? But that doesn't mean we're scrimping around looking at Korea, looking at Japan, looking at Iran, looking at all these markets. That's no disrespect, by the way, for one million, two million pound development projects or to come in and hope they are good, which by the way, is nine times out of ten what we do. We're hoping that these players turn out well. This is all dependent on Mark Lowell and the scouting system, which is a hundred percent working at the minute. But we've got cash in the bank. No way, Mark. By the way, that's that's a, that's a load of shite, that comment. We, we've got cash in the bank. We've qualified for the Champions League. We've sold Jada for 25 million quid. We've got money from Japan coming in for the tour. We've got money from Australia. That time we did the <laughs> Sydney in-coming for Anne's Posta Cogley. And where is it? What's it doing? What benefit is it serving us as a club sitting in a bank? All it is is to make, when we do our interim results in September, which they've told us twice, by the way is going to be astronomical figures. Yeah, it's great to look at a club who's in the black in terms of there's no debt and the 60 million cash reserves. 100% well done. Congratulations to the club. We need to reinvest that back into the team. We need to take a risk. I know you say spend the money doesn't get you a player, but spending less money doesn't guarantee you a player either. Yeah, it limits the risk of what you're spending. But we as a club, competing in Europe is what we talk about season on season. But yet we go in with the same dilemmas, the same issues. We're not spending, we're not improved on the squad. We have, for me, in my opinion, we're weaker than we were last season. We've lost Starfield, we've lost Jada. We could potentially lose Atate if the rumours come to circulation. Do you I mean? We've lost all these key players. Jada's not been replaced. Starfield has to be an extent. We've lost Moy, even though I didn't like Moy. He played a pivotal role in three or four months of the season. Effectively... He hasn't been replaced either. We're getting squad players to come in and beef out the squad. We should not be doing that anymore. We should be improving on the first team players that we already have. Look, you look at Greg Taylor, by the way, and look, we all love Gregory. We all do. Gregory, it was a running thing last season. But like in that Woods game, he got bullied by medal. In the Ross County game, he stood like a mannequin while their player got in the box, didn't know what he was doing. And by the way, Burnaby probably did the same thing. There you go. Fair enough. I knew what monies we're going to say it. But we have to improve the team. We're running the we where Ralston at right back. Why could we not go and get another quality right back in to challenge Johnson, to challenge him for a first team place? It seems like to me we're afraid of players coming in who could potentially take over from what we already have. Like, take the risk. Eight, six, seven, nine million quid. Are we going to be sitting in twenty 2020, twenty, no, 2029, 2030 and we're going, the odds of Edward record hasn't been broken? Nine million pounds, you're trying to say that's out of the realms of possibility for a club like us to do. Yeah, it might not work out, but we don't know until we spend the money. And it pisses me off that it's an excuse making culture all the time about risk, about profit sheets, <laughs> about bank balances, about we don't want to risk the club. We are in the best position we ever have been as a club in terms of finance, maybe since Rogers' first tenure. And we've done nothing but saying players probably equaling nine million quid, five players in the door. Well done 100%. But by God, come on, we should hold more ambition than that. And for European football, which of no doubt will get the group of death, we will finish fourth, and we'll say we'll try again next season. It's not the attitude for me. We need to do better than Sorry, I need to get off the chest,
0: right? <laughs> but you're talking about you're saying that, like by the way, I have never once said we should. I know, spend I, know money. I know, I know, right, well, I know, I'm but I'm just saying money. for me, but. It's not as easy. You say it as if it's as easy as going to get a fucking loaf of bread for the shop. It's not easy to find that talent for that money. I sent that last night because Bournemouth signed a boy that's played two seasons for Bristol fucking City, who's still a teenager, spending 26 plus million. McTominay, who we were linked with, has had a 30 million pound bid rejected, right? Mm -hmm. Now, we kind of touched on that McTominay could come in. But there was a discussion whether he'd make her first eleven. Thirty million pound—it's getting rejected for him. How are you meant to compete with that? Harry Maguire's going for thirty million fucking pound. How are Celtic to find players like? exactly? I so, think he's good. I, like you said, it doesn't—it doesn't account for. I, I can—I would give Celtic twenty million million and go go and find me a striker, <clears> and, <throat> and I think they'd struggle to find that. So it doesn't matter if you're spending that money. I'm happy for them to break the balance, but if the players not there, I'm not wanting you just to spend money just because every Celtic fans. Pissing the morning on social media that we're no spending money. It's no sustainable. Yes. <coughs> you can't. It's just. It just doesn't work like that. That's not how the world works. I used to get involved in online, uh, fucking what are they called?
1: Forums, online groups? chats, and forums and
0: groups and all the rest of it, getting my opinion across. I don't feel like I need to do that anymore because I've got this, and it's brilliant for me to get this off my chest. Yeah, but see, because every single day for the past fucking fortnight, all I've seen. Is the same thing day after day. Why are we no spending money? We need first-team quality players, which I still don't understand what the fuck that means, by the way. I've had somebody online telling me, well, we did that last year. Because I made the point that when Kyogo and that came in, none of us knew who they were. We didn't go, these are the first-team-ready players. We didn't say that. We didn't hear a clue, just like many folk. Why are we not uh, getting Teti right why, no why, why are we not getting Teti in? Who the fuck is Teddy? I never heard of him until the other week. Yet. what? Because he played for Fenerbahce and gets fifty grand a week, we should sign him. No, that's not how it works. I, I, didn't, I I've not heard of him either. That's that that model worked there. We got Hatate, Kyogo, and all that, and these players could be the same. Jan could come in and be Jota. It's not looked like <coughs> it so far. He's a young boy. Let him get in. But it just it just doesn't work that way. I just don't understand how people can say. Right, go and fucking spend the money. It's not as easy as that. If you've got the money, just go and spend it. No, it needs to be quality. We could end up with another Yeti or Barcast and all that as well. So it doesn't matter how much we're spending. I couldn't give a fuck. See if we spent 50 million Kyogo or 4 million. Couldn't give a fuck as long as he's quality. So it just winds me up. How how the fuck can you see that McTominay and teenagers are going for 20, 30, 40, 50 million and we should compete with that for first team players? I but you got for the we got Kyogo for the J League. He was definitely going to be a first team player. Well, the J League coefficients are twentieth in the world, and the Scottish Premier League seventeenth. So according to that, the Scottish Premier League's better than the J League. So that disp- dispels any of that nonsense that's been said. But there were internationals. Hatati never had an international cap before they came to Celtic, and he was arguably one of our best players the last two seasons. That model, <coughs> awesome. you can't just go out and spend that money, Ross.
1: <laughs> Listen, I I, I agree with points that both of these have made. Uh, I look at it, I was one of the ones at the start of the window when Rodgers came in, I thought he's not going to come back here to spend sort of low level money if you like. But he also alluded to the fact that the model and the the structure is working and it's how he wanted it to be the last time. I I really thought we were going to go into this window and maybe buy a couple of players between the six to eight million pound bracket. And by the way, it might still happen. I don't think it will, but it might. It's not happened so far. And I, I have said in previous podcasts that I'm slightly underwhelmed by the business done. But that is because of the business I thought we were maybe going to do. the business I thought we were maybe going to do but I'm not willing to sit here right now and say that the guys we've brought in aren't good enough and they aren't going to make this team better at any point, they need time to bed in listen, when Hitati and Maeda and that came in they needed to go right into the team they had to because we were in desperate need of them, right now the guys we've brought in, I don't think we're in a... that fly again, for fuck's sake? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't think we're in desperate need to put the guys right into the team. You said, Stephen, we lost Jota, right? Jota was an outstanding player for Celtic. There's absolutely no two ways about it. And you said we haven't replaced him, right? For me, I think we have. I think he was already here. I think Abada is his replacement. He's already the guy that's Rodgers is picking. I think he's an, uh, a Rodgers winger. Now, <clears throat> Jota, play, uh, Jota scored 12 goals last season, right? And he was a big game player, I'm not going to argue with that He scored 4 goals against Rangers He scored 2 in the Champions League, albeit 1 was a consolation in Madrid um, He scored 1 in a cup final, which wasn't the winning goal It was a last minute goal against Inverness Which leaves 5 goals against the lesser teams, right? For me that isn't a great deal for a guy that's playing on the, the left or right hand side of a front three. Abada played a significant uh, amount of games less than Jota did, certainly starts, and I think he got thirteen goals. And I'm not gonna <clears throat> I'm not gonna sit here and say that Abada's a better player than Jota because he is not. But I think he goes about his work more efficiently in terms of his numbers. I think you'll see Abada getting more goals than Jota did last season. Assis is up for discussion But I think he'll get more goals So I don't think we'll Listen, we'll miss Jota But I don't think we'll miss him as much as we all think Because I think Abada I think Abada Will be a, a brilliant player for us <laughs> I think Abada Thank the Lord and his blessed mother <laughs> um, No, but I, I think Abada will, will do fine in there for Celtic and I think he'll score a lot of goals You look at the other guys we've lost We've lost Starfelt, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Again, it's not because he wanted to leave Celtic because he wasn't happy here, but he's went for other reasons. We've already got Rocky in. I, we've, we've talked about him in terms of coming out. He looks better on the ball and stuff in Starfelt. I think most folk look better on the ball than Starfelt, to be fair. But um, And we've obviously got another defender looking like coming in. So we've, we've addressed that. Again, you look at it and you go, right, okay you can't say straight off the bat that they are going to be better than Starfield, but you also <laughs> can't say straight off the bat that they're not, because you know nothing about them, so it's wholly unfair to make that judgment. Then you look at we lost Moy again through no Faulty Celtics, the guy retired. Already, we have seen last season that O'Reilly, the two of them sort of dovetailed came in and out of the team, and O'Reilly done every bit as good a job as Moy, as much as I loved Moy, and I championed him. O'Reilly was as good a player. Turnbulls came in. He's done the job. He scored two goals at the weekend. We never missed Moy. One iota.
2: Is it good enough for you? Uh,
1: well Let me make my point here. here. <laughs> 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 hey, so, I mean, we've addressed that, and the, mm-hmm. the, it was players that were already there, but we've also brought in Thiago home, who you have said, and we've all said, looks Looks like a bit of a player. We're not saying he's mm-hmm. go, going to go straight into that team because that's a tough midfield three to get into. Right now, he's not getting into that midf- midfield three. So that tells you all you need to know about the level that they're playing at right now. Uh, who was the other one we lost? Um,
0: Jota, Staffelt my
1: Jota, Staffelt Moy. No... Oh, no, it was possibly Hattati we were going to lose. But he yeah. is not away yet. But listen... I'm not going to sit here again and say that the guys we've brought in have improved us. You, you can't say that definitively, but you also can't say that they haven't improved us. What I will say is I think we've got more options now throughout across the squad. I think we're, we've got more slightly more bodies. Have we got more quality? That remains to be seen. But listen... The, the, the team was really good. They were playing at a really good level. They competed in the Champions League to a point they couldn't get the finishing touch. Now, all these guys played in that Champions League before. They're going into it again with experience under their belt. I'm not going to say they're going to get second or third because I don't know who they're getting yet. Celtic are at a point, and Celtic know where they are in the food chain, right? I would love to see Celtic going out and spending 10 12 million on a player. I don't think it's going to happen. I never thought it was going to happen, even when it was all rumoured. I thought they were going to spend between six and eight million on a player. And I think they might still do that if they can get Livakovic for a start that that that's going to cost us in the region eight million. I don't know if that'll happen. Again, it remains to be seen. <laughs> but um as I said, I, I was underwhelmed by our business in terms of because of what I thought we were going to spend, but right now um I'm, I'm not raging me either. I'm I'm okay with. It. I understand where we are in the food chain in terms of a uh, our budget and stuff like that. And I think they are going into the right markets. You alluded to the fact that we need to stop going to. I don't know think no, not Iran. No, no. Well, uh, sorry. Misquoted you right Apologise But What I'm saying is You alluded to the The, the markets that we're going into But mm-hmm. Like Willie said They have worked for us uh, Okay there, there is the odd one That hasn't worked But for the most part They have worked And I think Willie made the point The other night I don't know So I might be seating this off him But If Ange Had made these signings I think you'd be okay with it Because you think Ange knows all about him he, He's seen mm-hmm. him playing in the J League Rogers has not, but we've got a network now that are, Rogers said it right away, this is how I wanted us to work the last time and they're doing it now, we've got a network going out there, finding players taking them to Rogers, and he's giving the green light on these players once he's had a look at them I, I, I'm quite happy with the model I would like to see us maybe push the boat out for Olovakovic because as much as I like that if, if that deal is there for Celtic to do, we have to do it and Push the boat out, because if we we have serious aspirations of doing better in Europe, then you have to get a guy like that. Certainly, at, at that position of the team, when Hart maybe isn't functioning to the level that we all expect, and I have to concede, he maybe isn't, but at the same time, I don't want Celtic to rush that signing if we can't kind of get Lovacovic, I don't want Celtic to just go and go, like we need to get that guy, we need to get somebody, so we'll just take him and end up with a Barca situation I'm happy to go with Hart if we have to wait another year to get somebody at the Lovacovic level I'm happy to wait another year because Joe Hart will be alright but to sum up I'm okay with the business we've done right now, I would still like to see one or two come in, and Roger said I don't know if he's seen it, he said in his press conference mm-hmm. one or two will come in and some will leave, i.e. fringe players business, there'll be more business to come, the transfer window isn't shut, right now I think we've done okay can we do better, of course we can, will we do better, this again remains to be seen I'd mean... I be
0: bringing comments up there, by the way, and there's a lot saying to me that, Wally, Wally you're talking nonsense, we hate to dip our pockets. I've never once said we shouldn't dip mm-hmm. our pockets. Mm-hmm. I've never once said that. If the money's there and get us to spend it, spend it, <laughs> albeit, all I'm saying is, it's no as easy just to go and find that. See, here's a point, right? Say we spent, a couple of seasons ago, we spent £10 million in Kyogo and £12 million in Hatate. Would we be Having this conversation about we need to spend money now because that's that, the quality is there <laughs> out of the two players. Would we be hearing this conversation?
2: But you can't really say that though because we didn't no, sign them for 10 12 million, but, no, but if we, we did, didn't sign them for that amount of money. But if we did, well, you be questioning it at the time because it's from the j League, of course you would. It's, it's natural to do that.
0: Why but, does it matter?
1: But, aye, but if they from came in the and played to quality. the level, if they came in and played to the level that they have, and we but signed in for 10 or mm-hmm. 12 million, would, would you be saying? they've been excellent for that amount of money or would you be saying uh, it's been pretty if, shit
2: if, because if they play, the the, the, the play the level that's a select two players by the way you've, you've selected that's fair enough but if they play to that level then they've set that bar we can't go on that again so like if we're trying to improve the squad we need to keep spending the money do you know what I mean and it's like what I'm saying like don't get me wrong but what I'm saying is just, not not from you in, in particular but it's just hesitant it's the risk people don't want to take that risk we could sign six players at two million quid and none of them make an impact on the team, but we won't question it because it only costs two million pounds each player. We're we not could sign in three. Wages.
1: We could sign three at twelve million and still not get out a Champions League group. I'd rather still sign Ross, I'd
2: ra- Ross, Ross, I'd rather sign 3 million, uh, free, free players at twelve million pounds each that have made an impact in European football or world football. that maybe it's not a household name, but they will have Champions We're League, Champions League experience. You're
1: not going to get that. Yeah. but it'll still it's be, a, million, it'll still be a, a gut. A £12 million player that Celtic can get will be as much of a gamble as a £3 million player that Celtic can get. Because so what, we're, don't, happy stay, Celtic, we're happy to but, stay, we're happy to stay. But Celtic don't, don't, are, don't take then, punts. Do you, you think for a minute that Celtic take punts on a £3 million player? They don't take punts. You think, do, do, do you think for a minute... Everybody says Celtic are a with their money. Celtic don't take punts. Celtic do. Their due diligence on every single player they bring in. They were looking at Telio for two years. It doesn't matter if it's well, £3 million or £12 million. It's not a it pun. But,
0: but you're as well, Stephen. It's you're the
1: same level of back. risk as getting a twelve million pound player as do you, a lack you, like you, you,
0: right. You're saying you, that. How do you know Celtic aren't how do you know they're not so, trying to get these sort of players, but you can't they mm-hmm. can't find that? They'll
2: player. say they've tried. They'll hundred percent say they've tried. I know they will say But you can't say they haven't. If the window closes, and we were as we are, you just can't really sit here and tell me that that squad's good enough for European football. Not,
0: we have, no, Why are you saying that? is. I've never once no. said... I've never said that, right? What I'm saying it's is... It's good enough for good.
1: Europe, Europa League.
0: What, like, I don't understand how many times I hate to say the same thing over and over again for it to register. If we can spend money, spend money. What I'm saying is, how the fuck can you spend money on your, saying Champions League experience... When there's mm-hmm. young boys for 17 year seventeen year olds gone for 30, 40 million in these bigger leagues, you, you can't even buy that for 10, 12 million. If you're wanting that player, let's well, well, uh, uh, use McTominay and Maguire as, as an example.
1: 30 million okay, would rejected. for okay. them. Uh, uh, By the way, McTominay's only worth 11 million pounds in my, my yeah. opinion. Uh, like, if we could get McTominay for 11 million pounds, I would have absolutely done it. But we can't. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah, no.
2: A hundred percent, but, like, you, you are narrowing this market down to the EPL. Like, yeah. a club Bruce, for example. No, listen, a club Bruce, for example, who do, who've done well in the Champions League, you're trying to sit on me, tell me we couldn't sign their star midfielder for 10 million quid, who's been the, the pivotal role in that team? Can't do that. Yous are thinking about McTominay. Yous are thinking about the the, the, the names we've been like. Well, if that's fair enough. And, Willie, by the way, just to clarify, it didn't mean that you said it. I mean... In terms of people who are going to come into this season again and make an excuse, or oh, the squad wasn't great enough for European football, we need to get past that thinking. Like, are you trying to tell me we can't go to France League One, for example, in Marseille eight million pound for a player? We can, of course, we can. Like, like, why can't? Why is that an around the world? We can't pay the build? wages at Marseille. Play absolutely don't no give me danger. Don't don't
1: give me a, me I wouldn't. I wouldn't. A player from Marseille that we can get for fifty I,
0: million pound, Champions League quality.
2: Will now we're talking. Up. We're talking.
0: No, but that's what you're I'm doing. saying it's
2: you're terms saying of experience man I... it's not the, just the going do you think for one second Rodgers has good come good back here good. do you think Do you think? sorry do you think for one second Rodgers has come back here going to the board I'm happy enough with two million pound players of course, of course he, he hasn't no.
1: but maybe it can't be, be need done in this window ten. maybe it'll be next summer the, 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 yeah. the, the big money will be spent Rodgers is he spent a good chunk of this summer assessing his squad that doesn't leave a lot of time to get maybe the, the big players that... He, he might he might spend that kind of money next summer. He yeah. might even spend in one or two this summer towards the end. I don't think it'll be £12 million players. I think it'll be maximum eight. But even at that, I don't think it's going to harm, to be perfectly honest with you. See, week. the
0: thing is as well, also, you say, just go out and do it. It's not as easy as that. There's a player... I, I like know, Celt- I know. Celtic, Celtic only as an attraction anymore as it used to be. A player could come to us from, for example, Genk, played well in the <coughs> Champions League, right? We're wanting to sign you. But Middlesbrough in the Championship want to sign me as well. And they're offering me 60 grand a week. But that doesn't get talked about. So Celtic are fucking penny pinching again. This is the stuff I'm mm-hmm. talking about. It doesn't necessarily, it's always so let's jump on the fucking club and say they're not doing <coughs> enough. How but do we well. know they're not doing
1: enough? They just can't compete with Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, well that's it, but that's it. And yeah, it's no, not
0: I, I because that, it's fine finances, food change. <laughs> league, league one in England that could probably pay better wages than us. It's mm-hmm. not as easy as just going, We're Champions League, right? I'm gonna you you played with Club Bruges. I'm gonna sign you then. That's not how it works. One, you're probably gonna have to pay over the odds for them. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm not talking 10-12 million. <clears throat> if you've had a good season and a Premier League club sniffing they're going to have to pay that money straight away. And the Saudi Saudi's shown it recently as well. Nobody gives a fuck about legacies and winning trophies anymore. They're here to make money. So...
2: I agree, I agree. The yeah. taking
0: the Champions League isn't as big an, as an attraction anymore. English League, that's where the money is made. Can I live in London? I could go and play for fucking Leighton Orient and earn 40 grand a week and live in London rather than Glasgow. There's all yeah. these things as well. So It's just, it's just no as easy as going out. And the market is stupid ridiculous right now so if the right player's there and you spend the money and you can convince them i'm i'm 100 sure that the club would do that and rogers would do that but it's and you would as laugh it up. It's going to, aye, and it's not as easy as going out as buying a loaf of bread like i said i just i just think it's far too much negativity and saying and it's too easy to say why are you no splashing the cash when
1: it's just like, a blame the board aye. attitude at all costs and it's well, like not say, blaming, well, I'm
2: not blaming. I'm not blaming. The board. I'm just saying. Well, you're
1: you saying that, they're not pushing the boat out. Who, who's in charge of the finances?
2: Fucking. Well, that's Michael Nicholson and Chris McKay, the finance director, of course. That but I mean, you, you, you look at it like I'm not the look. I get every side of this coin here, hundred percent. And by the way, people in the and comments, this is way,
1: th-
2: th- this is what we way we usually get. We get a bit riled <laughs> up, have a bit of a wee debate, and it calms down. So we get no, I man, it's good crack. But I I just like. I can say it a blue in the face. I just believe we need to get away from the fear of not kind of taking that risk. or not. Well, you're right, by the way, bang on. You can't just do it, which is what Mark Lowell should be scouting these players 100% for a year and seeing who's available. And I, by the way, I do think if Pasta Cogli was here, he'd be looking for that next level player too because we're, we're, we're tribal champions. Roger said it before. He said it again, I think it was Wednesday as well. We're, we're doing it from a position of strength and this should be the time where we, boom, pedal to the metal. I agree. It's the only summer really we could take the risk, if you know what I mean, because we'll have so okay, much cash okay. in the bank.
0: Sorry, I don't get that for you, Monty. We got Ann on loan, who was a nobody, by the way. Nobody even heard of him before. So the Celtic model got him on loan for a year, then spent money on him. So I don't understand your <laughs> And point it was, six, it was 6.8 it was million, six not million, not 12. It, it wasn't like 12 million. So, Which
1: is the region I would like to see Celtic spending on a player again before the window shuts on one or two? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you say one or two. Where are we? Where are we going to buy? Where what player? What position have we got to buy for at six to eight million on that team?
2: Oh, what position?
1: Aye, looking at that team right now, right? You <laughs> want us to spend? Right, you want us to spend twelve million. What position do you want us to spend £12 million on? Now, take out the goalie, because we've been linked Uh to an £8 million player there, right? So take out the goalie. What position in that team, knowing that we're already bringing in another centre-half? What position in that team?
2: i have got two positions right off the bat.
1: Right.
2: Left-back and right-winger.
1: Right-winger. So you would want to replace a badder?
2: Well, I mean, not necessarily players. I'm about to complain on the left as well, but I want that like quality player and a left back. I mean, I think it's no secret here. I think Taylor got destroyed against Semedo. And that's the type of physicality we're going to go up against in the Champions Listen, League. I
1: can't, I can't argue with that. Fair you know I mean? point. I take your point. I like Taylor. I thought he was... Yeah, I, all thought that, been, I, like I thought Taylor. he's been outstanding. I, like I think he's been outstanding for us for two years. But... If you can get somebody that's better than Greg Taylor, which you can, then go and do it. But again, it comes down to what Willie said, and I think it's a great example. You, Celtic might have tried to get these players. They might have tried to replace Taylor with a twelve million pound player, and that twelve million pound player has went. I like the look of Celtic. He's offered me thirty grand, but fucking Middlesbrough, like he said, are offered me. Forty-five grand, fifty grand. I'm going to go there. I'm not saying we are not under spending, but what? Well, well, he's made a good point that we maybe are trying to. We maybe are trying to buy like I players at a higher, like, a higher like price. I know, but they, they maybe are trying to buy players at a higher price. But you're not just going to go right. Okay, that guy's six million. He's our first choice, right? right, okay, right, he doesn't want to come to us because we can't offer him enough wages compared to X, Y, Z, right. Then you go, right, he's our second choice for that position. He's six million, again, but we don't think he's as good as him. Do you just take your second choice then? or Maybe your second choice doesn't want to come as well. So it sort of works its way down. Listen, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You, of course not. Everybody course wants not. to. Everybody it's, wants it's to like. Willie says, jump on the club. I want to see Celtic spending six to eight million pound. I said it at the end of last season. You asked me, Stephen, on a podcast. I did. Yeah. What What is the What is the idea now? The thought process going into the summer window, and I said, buy players to take us to the next level. Mm-hmm. I still I, I still want that, and that is why I'm underwhelmed because I don't think on paper. We have bought players to take us to the next level. But again, like I said earlier, I will only sit here, I can't sit here and say that the players we bought won't take us to the next level because it's unfair having not seen them kick a ball, really. I've seen a wee bit of Yang. I'm actually quite impressed with him. <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs> I've seen a wee bit of Yang. I'm quite impressed with him. I'm excited to see Telio. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, home. Right, he's come in mm-hmm. again. I've said it's difficult to get into that midfield. They're operating at a really high level. You know, in my opinion, to the point where I can't get in the team. I've said all this, but listen, I, I don't know. It, I, I would. I think Ross. Can I, I, Ross, I said can I it, but something? I wanted us to strengthen the first eleven, and we might have. We might have, but you can't say for sure that we we have or we haven't yeah. right now. Right, you That's said we don't. Hang on
2: speculated to accumulate, albeit taken. Yeah, measured risk, the selling model is working, we need to just up the game a little to compete. Yeah, that's, I think that's what we're all sitting in a roundabout way. But you, you said, Ross, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't. But as fans, we don't have to worry about that. We can we can speculate, we can think about who we can bring in, we can talk about fees. We're not we're not making the big choices, right? We, you know what I mean? We're not, we don't have to worry about what they're that's thinking. Awesome. They? Well, I know, fuck me. <laughs> but I just think, like looking at the comments, it, it seems to be fifty-fifty split. I think people are agreeing f- with each other and stuff, and it's good to see the debate, By the way, I, I love seeing the debate. but I, I do agree with it in a sense where if we spend eight to sixty-eight million pound, it might not work out. That's fine. We move on. We we'll try to gain a couple of years, whatever. When we're in the right space, but this is the right time for me to do it. We've got money in the bank. We can spend maybe it.
1: Right. Yeah. just... Well, yeah, it's the right Willie, exactly. It's on, the right time there, there, to mate. do it, but are we able to do it? It, it might not oh. be down to the club that we aren't doing it. You can't just go, right, we'll just take him because he's 8 million.
2: So, right, hold on, hold on. So you're trying to say to me right now, right, in world football, in a bracket between £68 million, right, I don't know them, right, I can't name these players, but there's no one better than Taylor. You said he right. would struggle to, to do it. it.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying
2: but, there can, isn't because I'm, I'm not a can, scout. I don't work in them departments.
1: Can Celtic
0: scout the whole fucking world in six months? Like,
2: of course they can. Of course they can. They've got yeah, scouts every, in the just down every part of the world. Not every player. Not every player. You're but saying, what I'm in saying is,
0: world football? You can't tell me there's not one player. So you've got to scout the whole fucking world for that. Not Ross the, whole had world. the nail, Ross hit the nail on the head. He said, "I want to see players come in that will take us to the next level." Right. Personally, I couldn't give a fuck if it costs. 50 million or 10 million for that to happen. That's my point. I don't care about the money. I just want quality coming in. And there's no point in just throwing out money, just grabbing somebody, because everybody's got their arse in there about why we're not spending money on players. Oh, well, fuck us and everybody's having a go. So we might just, we'll just buy him. Mm-hmm. No, it needs to be right. And that's obviously the case. I will. I firmly believe if it wasn't right, if it was right, Celtic would take the plunge and do that. But it's not as easy as that. I, I, with Saudi coming in and buying players for that for stupid money, the English Premier League's always been like it's not as easy just to go out and find that quality. That's my point. It doesn't even matter about the price. I'm fucking if we bought Kyogo for 20 million, I'd be just as happy as I was with signing up for four million. Couldn't they care less? It's about the quality, and if it's not there, or you can't Celtic can't attract that, then like <laughs> what, what are you meant to do? And see all
1: the new guys. See all the new players that's come in you, Like there's so much Negativity uh, Around their, their Sort of Their signing So much negativity about They're not the level of player we need They're not good enough and all the rest of it These, these guys coming in and reading that I'll be like for fuck's sake I'm not, even fucking... I'm not saying they definitely do read it But they might oh, I'd, on, be, I'd be like Aye, listen, <laughs> But it was one game it was, it was one bad game. He'd he done alright in the game before that. These guys need a chance to prove to us that they're good enough. It's unfair for me to sit here right now. I can sit here and go, I'm underwhelmed because they didn't spend 6 to eight million like I thought they were going to. I thought the players they were going to sign were going to go straight into the 11. He'll replace this guy, he'll replace that guy. But it hasn't happened, but in time, we might be sitting here in six months time going, Yang's a fucking absolute baller, eh? he's better than Jota we might be, you don't know that for sure which is why I'm not willing to sit here and say, it's been a shite window, it's not been good enough, like some are saying Um, I'll sit here and say a bit more level headed, if you like and say, it's been okay I'm hopeful but I'm still not enthralled by the business we've done but I'm okay with it, and I think we've sort of plateaued, if you like, at the minute, but it could go there and it could drop a bit. We don't know.
2: I wish I, wish I had a fucking beer right now.
1: <laughs> 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 Jack Portland's furry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, not... he's fell asleep. He's crashed no, out. I'm, going, I'm just <laughs> going
0: through the comments. I think it's, By the way, can I, I say something, will hi? Aye.
2: You're making some job for them comments, by the way. Every single I'm comments were best brought up. Man,
0: some, up. Work. some work. Some work. Uh, they're saying it because it's it's definitely like I said. It's been driving me crazy the last couple of weeks. I've got my like this is your place to vent, guys. You put your your thoughts across. We like, certainly did. I used to do it on forums every other day. I've got this, but I've been dragged into it all again, and I'm just sitting. <laughs> shouting abuse at my phone and the wife's like, what are you talking about? And I'm aye. like, this guy's fucking saying this and that and I'm having a go again. And it's, it's Listen, at the end of the day, everybody just wants what's best for the club. Yeah, we, we want to approve and we're, we've all got different opinions. That's, that's what it's about. But uh, I don't think anybody's disagreeing on the fact that we need to get, we, we, we want more quality in. And saying that, <laughs> with two players off a treble winning mm-hmm. squad, I don't think domestically we've got anything to worry about, but I totally agree. If we need want to take this, that next step in Europe, I think we need to get better quality in.
1: Mm-hmm. But but but, uh, but see, sorry, Willie, see for me, see, I don't know about you, I'll put the question to you, but for me, success in Europe next season is third in the group. Now, I have to caveat that with the fact that we don't know who we're going to get. I'm If we got a group like we did last year, for instance, you would look at that and go, third is very, um, it's very possible. we can get third mm-hmm. in the group and drop into Europa League and even win one knockout tie because we haven't done that for so long. If we do that and then go out the next stage of Europa League, that's success in Europe for me next season. Not getting out of the group because it's so difficult. Celtic is so, so far off that now. They really are. And that's mm-hmm. that's where the reality has to come in the realism, success. I don't know what do you I'll, both. Of you, I know you're hosting, Molly, but I'll take it to you first. What's success in Europe for you next season? Who me? Sorry.
0: Aye, aye, aye. Sorry,
1: Molly. The comments
0: here. People think I'm fucking mad, but I just, honestly don't think we were a million miles away last season. Uh. I think we've got quality, quality players. I, I honestly, for me, I, you can go and spend twenty million, and I don't think you'll get a midfielder as good as Satati. It's very rare. You'll find somebody as good as him. Go and spend twenty million on a striker. You know, I don't think you'll find anybody, or you'll be lucky to find anybody with the quality of Kyogo. I think we've got yeah. we've got a good, good squad. I do think we need additions. Really, really do. Um, and I was it's difficult because we were going into a new season with Ange and I was Mm -hmm. excited because I thought we weren't far away last season and it's just going to be a totally different season again. So is it going to be a learning curve and back to square one and we're all sitting moping at the end of a a dreadful European campaign again? Or is the difference going to be a positive one and we're successful? Um, For me, I still think we should be looking to try and get through the group Personally. I think there's teams with lesser quality that have done in the past. You know, Steven said about Genk, uh was it last season they did yeah. fairly well? Can't yeah. tell me they, they had a better first eleven than we did. Um I just think we're I oh, think we're must more have. capable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get what he means. I get what he means. <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> I, know I know. <laughs>
2: um,
0: <laughs> so I would always just and I'm sure Rogers will be aiming high as well. Um I mean we've taken care of everything domestically, which I think gets overlooked. Everybody, I think, I know, and I and I totally agree we should be doing better in Europe and I'm I'm the first one to say we need to be doing much better, 100%. But I think it gets overlooked how good we have been domestically. Like, to win all yeah. the troubles is an unbelievably outstanding achievement. Like, unrecognisable. <clears throat> um, and I think Rogers, that was one of his big things in the press conference, he wants us to be a force in Europe again. So, I, that's what I would be. I would I would
1: want us to get through the group. Listen, I I, I get where you're coming from. Listen, I'm thinking in sort of realism terms where I think success, if we got out, if we dropped out of the group in the Europe League, I would think that is success. If we finished second, I'd be swinging for lights. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Stephen, same you be swinging you. a bit like that
0: Hulk Hogan Johnny.
1: <laughs> 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 Aye, but say, say, what, what is success for you in Europe that, or this season
2: I think that I made no no mistake last season, it was a failure in my, in my opinion, finishing fourth made, for the group it, eh? no 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 <laughs> finishing fourth <laughs> four for the group and uh, well, well he actually was right weren't far off it, I'll give him that but a lot of, what was it, 84 shots on goal was scored four, that is an incredible stat, I always remember Antonios who, who used to tune in, I hope he's alright like he used to show that stat all the time with us, and it was, it was mental. And even thinking back in that, creating 84 chances in the Champions League is, is quality. We must have been playing some, some good football in that as well. But yeah, I'm like Willie. I'm aiming the go of the group. We need to re-establish ourselves in European football again, and we haven't been a force since probably... Fuck, the is a run. Maybe Gordon Strachan brought us back a wee bit in terms of getting out of group stage football, and obviously the famous win under Lenny against Barcelona they were the main main sticking points in that, but at home our form is abysmal. Away from home, our form is abysmal. There's a lot for me that needs to be improved on. And yeah, I believe Rogers can do that. We we know we've seen it before. He got Leicester, the a Europa Conference League semi final. He took them the to the Premier League, as he always says, the most competitive league in the world. He took them to two uh fifth place <laughs> finishes, so he did uh,
1: the same country. <laughs> I know it's bad,
2: bad it? but um, there, there's your comedy fun night. But I believe to do that though, we need to strengthen the team, like Willie said. We need to strengthen this team and give it a bit more physicality. Like Roger 71st, come in a bit of physicality, a athleticism. I think we'll do just fine if it's third place, for us. I fully ex- expect us to go on a, a big run in Europa League, not to just get there after Christmas and get pumped out by Saturday and St. Petersburg. We need to be winning knockout ties again as a club. It's been far too long. And, Willie, you're right, by the way. Our domestic achievements get overlooked by the media, even by s- certain Saxon, Saxons of the support as well, because, what is it, five travels in, in seven years? It's an incredible step. Eight travels, world record, we achieved that. We achieved that uh, last season. does it get talked about. I mean, according to the Scottish media, Michael Bale only managed his first Rangers, Rangers game there at the weekend. Aye. Do you know what I mean? It's incredible, incredible. But yeah, success. I'm sure we'll talk about it, obviously, in podcasts to come as well. We're doing the big the big special for the draw game. It'll be all of us. I'm sure that'll be fun. But uh, I want us to be in at least a European competition after Christmas. First choice would be Champions League, Europa <laughs> League after that.
0: Yeah, agreed, and I think I do. I honestly do think, seeing seeing a way, I see in a weird way. Actually, I I, I would absolutely love it if we'd done nothing more in this window and then had a really successful European Champions League campaign. I just, know, I... just, just so people could stop saying, you know, we need to spend all this money to be successful. It would honestly make my fucking whole
1: life. I'd be like Chandler up on the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: but again, I, I mean, we've we've qualified with. Far less talented first 11s than we've got now. I think we're more capable, but listen, that's for another podcast. But I think we'll end it there. We didn't actually really kind of get into where we think we should kind of strengthen. We had a, we had a wee um, <laughs> we kind of had a wee rant there, but we can I don't do that one These comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll probably we'll we'll do a deadline night again. We did that last year, but we Ange he did all his stuff we are probably better than an Ange deadline day the month before the window opens but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, I think we'll probably do it this year because we might be it might be an interesting one for us but mm. thanks for joining us everybody Stephen you, you, you must have enjoyed that today
2: I was like Furby I love that. <laughs> I love I love it. See, see as well, by the way, I'm not just saying it. See, as soon as we mentioned the transfer activity, the chat went pew. Yeah. Oh. It just took <laughs> off. And it's, it's just great to see. Everyone's backing up each other. We all want Celtic to be successful. That's the main thing. And it's, again, like therapy. Loved it. Great laugh. Even though we had a wee bit of a wee, of a wee arguments and stuff. It's all about debate. It's great.
1: Absolutely. Ross? Aye, just with Steve, I mean, that's a great debate. I, I don't see all the comments coming in because I've no go that set on my end, but I see the ones you bring up and you can get the, the sort of gist. But you, you see it in the forums, everybody's feeling the same way. It's it's the the topic of conversation right now because the window's open. I can't mm-hmm. wait for it to shut and this is the hottest room in the world. But um, listen, it's a great debate. Stephen said there, uh, it was like we were falling out we never fall out, we'll come off this podcast and it'll be exactly the same because that's what we're all about This is our
0: our WhatsApp group chat every single day by the
1: way Uh, Aye, (laughs) aye, like it is so (laughs) heated but nobody falls out and if, (coughs) if it comes to the point we're about to fall out, it just gets oh, diffused and it's fine uh, or someone but,
2: says that Celtic uh, got Motherwell on the next round.
1: Aye, aye. Listen, <laughs> that's what it's all about. We all want the best for Celtic, and we're just talking with pure passion, off the cuff. I love it. And like Wally said, I'm the same. I don't find I, I don't feel the need to comment on forums and stuff, but I have found myself doing it in the last couple of days because I've got this. I haven't done it for the last couple of years, but it has been so heightened. Recently, I found myself doing it the last couple of days and I don't like myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Loads of comments, everybody's saying great show. Thanks very much, guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks for your input, too. Like, we come up with topics, but then you guys always give us talking points throughout the show as well. And uh, we always say it, our we community is brilliant. Uh, congratulations again to Pam and Monty on the new jobs. Uh, that's us for another week. We'll see you again Monday. Whereas, uh, no doubt there'll be more arguments about transfer activity but uh, thanks again for joining us mine's Sharna, uh discount get on the Super 6 a 4 tomorrow Uh o'clock tomorrow, so eight eight to tomorrow get the Super <laughs> 6 on guys thanks very much for joining us see you next week hail help.